Welcome to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a Christian artist and you want to grow your listeners, make greater impact, and grow your business. Meet your host, A.B. Ogini, a lifelong singer, pediatrician, recording artist, music business coach, and founder of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Academy. Welcome to another episode of the Fulfilled Music Preneur Podcast. Hope you've had an amazing week. This has been a very eventful week for me. <laughs> I've had um, two out of three events that I, I made <laughs> um, and lots and lots of takeaways. Um, so this episode is just going to be about the things that I've learned this week because one of the reasons why I started out on this coaching journey was because I love learning and discovering new strategies, new things that work, new things that I'm passionate about. And I love to share it with my listeners and my followers and my clients. So today you're going to be in for a treat because I'm going to talk about lots of different things that I learned here and there. Um, I started off by going to a um, a pastor's, um, it was like a conference, and one of um, my dad's friends, who's a bishop, um, I've known him since my teenage years, so he's a bishop and he holds these yearly um conferences in the UK where he mentors other pastors um, so I got invited there I led worship and I sang one of my songs it was it was really good to see that other pastors also um, have to be accountable and also get mentored because sometimes we don't see the side of things but we know it's important so it was great to see there was like 30 to 40 pastors in a room all being mentored by another pastor it it was great to see um i felt very fortunate and i felt blessed to be in that room and i actually got to talk about um music ministers and the things that we that are important to us as music ministers in all churches and how they could support um, not just their choirs, but also most especially songwriters and how they they could create an atmosphere that will nurture creativity because it's really important to note that God is raising an army, not just of pastors or of Christians, but also of worshippers, of Levites that will lead the church. Just the way Levites led the church into battle sometimes in the Bible. The same way today we lead the church as well. You know, not just we're not just doing it on Sundays when we start the service. We do it 
even in our day-to-day lives by releasing songs into the world that the church can listen to and get inspired and edified by. So I, I just talked about that a little bit and said they had the responsibility of nurturing creatives in their church so they could use these gifts to edify the church. Um, so yeah, that was great. Um, and then this weekend, I went to an event called the Moneymaker Summit. And this was held by an organization that is a training organization. And they train on various things. So they train on properties, they train on speaking. So I've joined a speaker mastermind with them. They train on um, business. So I went to, to the Entrepreneur's Business School end of last year with them. And I've learned a lot about business. But I've just learned over and over again by going to um, these trainings that they have. And if I can, buy more things to keep learning or just attend the free trainings and that this is what I keep saying there is so much free training everywhere because most businesses get clients by first giving free resources free training and those free training honestly are so valuable and even if you just start listening to these things and putting them to work they'll go a long way. So do not, the, the, the thing is people, people don't pay attention when it's free. Doesn't mean the free stuff is not valuable. <laughs> so when you are ready to learn, which you should be, everyone should keep learning. One of the things I took away from the conference earlier this week was that the first principle of discipleship is to keep learning. We never stop. Even pastors never stop. So if you decide that you're going to keep learning, even when you can't afford it, there's lots and lots of places where you can get free resources from to train yourself, to grow, to learn. So this weekend, um, it was a... I think it was it was free because it was two full days and I paid like 30 something pounds that that's free essentially <laughs> it's like paying for administrative fees or something um, and there were like four to five speakers um, and I'm gonna talk about my takeaways from two of the speakers so they are the ones that um, I got a lot more that I than I that I can apply um, there were lots of other things that were shared, but but for this podcast, I'm going to talk about these two things. I'm going to talk about mainstream um, media, and number two, I'm going to talk about selling. <laughs> that's you know that's the summary of it all, right? So, Matt Fidus is a um, an entrepreneur that became a millionaire, I think, at the age of at the age of nineteen years of age. He um, was successful early on because he went into property, but he he started out by being a martial art 
expert and I think he won lots of awards for that but then he used the money to invest in property so he was successful quite young he was already known to mainstream media appearing on tv shows and things like that and with all of that um, attention he was able to snag himself um, the job of being Michael Jackson's bodyguard so when people talk about him he's more known for being Michael Jackson's bodyguard and you will see pictures of them um, ages ago and he looked quite young and um, he he was he worked with him for a while and he had lots of stories to share but essentially over the years um, he's moved on to other things last year he won two awards um, I think entrepreneur of the year and franchiser of the year something like that so this is someone who is essentially really wealthy and loves to share knowledge with people so he talked about mainstream media and how to hack it <laughs> and all of the crazy things he's done in the past. I call them crazy because I will not do half of the things he does, but it goes to show what people do um, and how it can help their businesses. So essentially, first of all, would you believe <laughs> that Michael Jackson actually um created or should i say he orchestrated a lot of the crazy stories that that was out there for him so um he actually created <laughs> he actually created um some um situations where he looked either ridiculous or he looked um crazy <laughs> <laughs> there was a picture of him um, walking around with um, post-its all over his face. But many of these things he did because he knew he would be on social media everywhere. The newspapers and the media and TV would carry it. And sometimes not in the best light. But he knew that if mainstream media was talking about him that helped his business so this is what a lot of people do so the takeaway is that the more people know you they search you <laughs> and your business income essentially goes up because they're searching they're buying um, and this is how a lot of business people hack the media um so matt Fiddis shared lots of stories about um him actually engineering situations where it looked like um maybe a star so he talked about two um female stars that had come out of was it love island and one of these tv shows that was quite popular and they would work with him as their personal trainer they will engineer a situation where they will take some pictures so one, one picture looked like she was tickling him but um actually she was punching him but they used that photo and they they so this is the funny thing they actually engineer the headlines 
they do it themselves and then the headline goes crazy and it's plastered everywhere and, and actually he spoke to his wife before he did this he's like look i have this opportunity to do this to help this girl she wants to raise her her status and visibility and this will help and this is what he did so he had like a social media um outfit or agency <laughs> that that he he worked with and they will do crazy things like this and he essentially talked us through different pictures different scenarios where they will set things up take pictures for like two minutes get a really good picture that looked awful looked bad like maybe oh he was cheating on his wife or something um and they will come up with a really snazzy headline and then he'll go out and <laughs> and everywhere will run with it and he will literally show a correlation between his name being in the social media or should I say mainstream media and his business and his bookings and his students going up. So that was interesting to hear. So for us who are artists, <laughs> um, who definitely don't want to do things like this, <laughs> what is my takeaway for this? I think essentially one thing he said was, find the story around what you do find the story around what you do and this is what we do sometimes when we try to write our bios when we write um our media and um, press releases we look for a narrative something interesting we come up with a snazzy headline now it takes work it takes studying other people's press releases but you come up with your own headline look for something interesting his story um one of his stories was that he had a bully when he was in high school and this made him learn self-defense and that's exactly that's initially how he got into to martial arts and then he learned became really good became the best won a lot of awards and then spun it in, uh, and spun it into the story um a man who was bullied learns martial arts <laughs> and goes on to train many more people you see the narrative there and they actually were looking for this bully <laughs> and they found the bully many years later he was doing quite well but he came on a show and the guy was a little bit worried, saying, oh, what's Matt Fiddis going to say to him? But Matt Fiddis just said to him, look, I just really want to thank you for being my bully in school because you, <laughs> you made me learn martial arts. You made me learn how to protect myself. You essentially made me a millionaire. And that went viral. So there's lots and lots of different things that you can do around what you do, your story, where you originated from. Um, has something difficult happened to you? Has, has there, have you lost someone? Have you gone through something really difficult? And how can you tell a narrative saying, I went from this to this, and I'm now using the experience to do this for my community. Write that press release and send it to your press 
to your local press, your regional press, just send it out. You have nothing to lose. You do. You, and there was another really important point he made. He said, because of social media, um, things have, have, should I say, died down or they're struggling essentially. Our local presses are struggling and are looking for stories, are actually looking for content. So if you're doing this, it's going to be real easy to get on press. However, the quality of, of, should I say, work and the advantages that this will bring to your business is exponentially higher than what social media will do for you. So that's just something to think about. I don't think a lot of us realize that social media is the impact of social media on our businesses is way less than actual mainstream media. So newspapers and magazines, TV, radio. So I think we need to learn how to use them more. Just keep looking out for these stories. Um, so that's that's definitely something I've taken away. That's definitely something I'm going to look into doing. Um, and I think once you're able to find a story, especially if you're doing something with the community. So for me now, I can say um, a pediatrician who sees a lot of teenagers struggling with mental health has written some songs around mental health for the community. <laughs> I can probably do a little bit more work on that. But if you're doing something that is different to help your community, that that's 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 a story. Um, if you're having an event and you're raising funds for a charity because of something you went through where that charity helped you or something around the advantages of that of that charity you know if, if they did something for you and now you're you're giving it back to the community you're giving it back to to the charity that is story worthy so there's a lot that we can do to to spread more publicity about what we do as artists because we do a lot um there's a lot that we do and if if you're not sure what to do then you need to start thinking about it because we, our music can go a long way. If you're you're struggling to find how your music helps people, then you probably should be thinking about the sort of music you're releasing because um, I passionately believe in writing and releasing music that will impact your community. There's a lot of music out there that may not do that, but that's what, as Christians and as artists, that, that's a huge part of what we can do to help our communities. Releasing music that will help people. And when you do, it's newsworthy. So shout it out from the rooftops. Let eyes see it. <laughs> get more eyes on it. Get more eyes on it. Because when you get more eyes on it, the impact increases. Okay, now, um, next, <laughs> I remember um, other hacks like taking pictures with 
if you meet someone who is really famous, take a picture with them because that's social proof. Um, it can raise your your status. To be honest with you, I really don't care about things like that, but other people do. And just seeing it on social media might want TV, TV um, stations and radio and, and other people like that might make them want to, enter, to interview you more. So get lots of social proof if you can. Um, also, he talked about story hacking and how anyone can do it. So if you have a niche um, and you say you're passionate about something in particular, look for stories around it and use these stories. Um, so he talked about when Kim Kardashian was robbed in Paris and how when when it happened, it was it was bedtime essentially, but. He got a call from his um, his staff saying, this story just broke and you need to get on it. So he being a, you know, uh, bodyguard and self-defense expert was able to go on the news and say, I've just seen what happened to Kim Kardashian. And there are six ways that there, that her... Um, bodyguards failed to do what they were supposed to do and he literally um, pointed those things out and it went viral he managed to go on 60 interviews in 48 hours 60 interviews because every every station all over the world internationally wanted to interview him it was just mad it was literally mad and he said that was hard because he had barely got any sleep in 48 hours. There were helicopters above his house just trying to get interviews with him. It was that crazy. But he was on the news everywhere because he had gotten on that story as an expert in the field saying, these bodyguards did not do what they were supposed to do or this would not have happened. And Kim Kardashian actually rang him and said, hey, thanks for pointing this out. I fired my staff. <laughs> But essentially, this happened and what happened to his business? Sales went up. Sales went through the roof. That was just an interesting story to hear. I remember the person, the lady sitting next to me said, um, maybe Kanye is trying to orchestrate stories that make him look crazy just so people can keep talking about him on social media. And I was like, oh my goodness, but you never know. You never know, right? <laughs> Just makes you see things from a different perspective sometimes. Anyways, so that is social media hacks. The not social media, mainstream media hacks. Um, so have you had any experience with this? It will be amazing to hear from you. Um, if you've sent out press, any tips that you have for our listeners you can post it in the youtube channel um what experience have you had what stories did you send to them that really helped your business i would be grateful and interested to hear what you think and what your experience has been so far so moving on the next um speaker that's that i really took a lot away from him is someone called Paul O'Mahony. Now, he's someone who has started 
this um, company called Rethink. So he's written multiple books. There's a book, one of his books actually here, Rethink Social Media. And essentially, he talks about um, <laughs> he talks about how we all have phones and we all have social media on our phones constantly in our grasp and how many of us buy stuff on social media therefore other people are making money through us on social media and how we just need to spend some time to turn that around so we can also make money on social media he talks about lots and lots of different ways that you can make money on social media and i've actually heard this guy talk before so i've made some huge um, moves in my business recently um i've joined two masterminds um i've made some big investments so i'm like okay um spent out <laughs> when it comes to courses but i heard him talking i was like oh my goodness i need this guy's course i need this he was just so good um one of the things that blew my mind was when he was talking about how he's like do you have a business if you don't just go open one just go open one because there's so much you can do with a business and i've heard about people who weren't sure what they were going to do in their business but they opened one because they knew that they were going they, they wanted a business they wanted to earn that way they wanted to have to bring income in through their own businesses someone was playing around with what she was going to offer what she was going to offer she got on kajabi and she was like oh i love this platform wow and you know what her business was teaching other people how to use kajabi <laughs> so if you don't know kajabi is a platform where you know you can um, have websites on it you can have your email platform on it you can sell on it you can have courses on it it's actually a great platform um, and this is what she did so inspiration can come from anywhere but just taking out the time first of all and registering the business was one of the first things he said he's like if you don't have a business just go register one and then he talked about lots and lots of different strategies i'm just going to mention a few that really blew, blew my mind so he was like his wedding he was able to get his wedding um as a write-off because he said the trip um had to do with work as well so essentially something about if you travel and you do work there the trip can you know you can get taxed back on the trip or something like that because it's a business expense um so if, if you, he said if you travel to maybe dubai you shoot an ad in dubai you could say this was a business trip and, and put that on your business expenses and he was like he did that for his wedding obviously not all of it but i was like wait what um so he talks about all these crazy things for us by the way if you are a course lover like myself you buy program after program because you are on on a journey of learning this one is going to blow your mind if you don't know it already so when you when you um get buy your courses and you pay tax on the courses so you know plus VAT, plus vat you can get all of those back 
all of those back and if you're like me and you've bought lots of courses and paid thousands and thousands for courses you've probably also paid thousands for VAT you just need to claim them back when you have a business so if you <laughs> so yeah I'm currently working on those I have accountants now and I'm working on getting those done so that that's essentially if you don't have a business registered you're leaving money on the table already so go register your business and start finding out how you can start claiming things back um what else did he say that i really loved um he talked about amazon you can sign up as an as an amazon partner and when you buy things from amazon you get um some payments as well because you're a partner and when other people around you are buying stuff even if it's trips you know traveling flights packages if they get it through your um like affiliate details you get paid so that's something real easy that we can do if you are married one of you get become the amazon partner and then your your spouse just buys through your account every time for the house <laughs> and you get paid so there's there's lots of different things that that you can do that we actually don't know and then he went on to talk about funnels oh my goodness and um so i already funnels is something i teach in my coaching and um there are things that I've still looking into. I attended Funnel Hacking Live online this year for the first time. And I loved the event so much. It was mind-blowing as a lot of people experience when they go on the event. Um, you just see people in the business world making giant strides. And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> Um, and it just inspires you. It really does. So as I've, I've been learning about funnels and learning how to use um, um, click funnels now for my business. And he talked about that. But he also talked about when you create webinars, how to make the best of it. And he went through like a long list of things to do. But what I love most was on how you create your your irresistible offer that's the word i'm looking for irresistible offer so i've had some of these before so i know what he's talking about if you ever go for an event um where they give you lots and lots of strategies free strategies to help your business lots and lots of different things you can do and they say by at the end by the way um, if you want to work with me more if you need some support to implement all of these things we've talked about if you need some accountability if you need a community where you're seeing other people do it as well so you can ask questions they give you a long list of things that they can do to support you and then they tell you the the actual prizes for each of if each and every one of them but they say but on this um occasion they're gonna offer it at this price which, which the price is really low really really low but then they go on to tell you some other bonuses they go on to tell you some other um 
guarantees things like if you don't like it no questions asked you get your money back things like that and it's, it's, it's a no-brainer like it's really if you have the money and you have no reason <laughs> it's it you will feel silly not to take them up on the offer that's what an irresistible offer is now i've been working on it for my business for a while i think i'm hitting the sweet spots but just hearing people talk about it and hearing people see it is honestly even more should i say profitable (laughs) it's so much more helpful because seeing it in action is amazing you know seeing it and knowing that you can do it it's just amazing so some people don't like being sold to they attend a free event and they're like "Ooh, um no i am i don't have the money so i'm not gonna sit through this i'm gonna leave well that's all well and good but you are missing out on learning how to sell because we all have to sell in our sell in our businesses i mean you're an artist you're gonna have to sell why people should listen to your song why they should care you've released the song why they should go listen to your music video why they should buy your merch why they should come to your concerts all of these things are strategies that you can learn so you can get the desired results when you sell i mean even asking people to fund um your your um maybe if you're having a crowdfunding campaign or to partner with you you have to learn how to sell you do so the fact that you don't want to be sold to you don't have money to buy anything does not mean you can't see through it watching these people sell oh my god it's just it's like a work of art (laughs) it really is so yeah um there is a lot that you can learn and that this is one of the things i'm doing in my challenge so i have a challenge coming up in two weeks called monetize your music and i'm going to be sharing strategies on how as an artist you can bring in income into your business by using strategies that i will share with you so many different things that like the sky is you know the possibilities are endless honestly you need to come to this you're gonna learn so many new strategies that you can apply straight away oh my goodness (laughs) i'm gonna drop the link in the chat but honestly if you are serious about monetizing your music and running a profitable music business you need to come to this um there's just so many things that i've learned that i have either applied or i am applying and already so when i started all of this last year i had no idea how to sell (laughs) and my first so my first sales was starting from my crowdfunding campaign um and i was i i passed half of my of my targets and i i consider that good because i hadn't even released music at all so i thought that was great and then i had my first event 
and I had no clue how to sell. And my second event, I was like, hmm, getting better, getting better. And my third event, I was like, yes, I think I'm hitting the sweet spot finally. <laughs> so it takes a while. It's a journey, but you have to start from somewhere. You have to know how you can create products around your music, how you can create offers. Offers are bigger than products. So a product will just be buy my song. An offer could be buy my song and I'm going to have a one-on-one session with you on how to apply the lesson of this song to your life. <laughs> you know, um, so that's a, it's a step further. So it's essentially you could say buy my course along with coaching, one-to-one support, a community. Now you're making an offer, right? But then irresistible offer even takes it to a whole new level. You're, you're adding bonuses. You are, it, yeah. So I'm going to go into all of that during this event. These are things that you can learn and you're missing out big time if you're not learning it because you will need to know how to sell to run a profitable music business. Okay. So this brings me to the end of this podcast. I hope you've been blessed. (laughs) And I hope to see you at the event next. So it starts on a Saturday. It starts 1st of July, 2nd July, 3rd of July, 8.30 p.m. UK time. I'm going to put the link in the description. Sign up and bring your friends because this is going to be real good. And they are going to thank you for bringing them to this event. I'm going to sign up now. Take care. Have a lovely rest of your week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Also, if you haven't, download a free copy of AB's ebook, Seven Days to Living Fearless, by clicking the link below. See you next time for another episode of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast.